Hello friends, welcome back. I am beyond thrilled today to welcome our guest, fellow medium from Belgium, Isabel Duchenne. Some of you may have heard of her. She is and does healing work. She is certified by the Arthur Finlay College. She is considers herself a mental and physical medium. She works with spirit photography, which is a type of physical mediumship. But most importantly, she is and does the work of life coaching, of helping other mediums, of helping people. Her service is her main focus. She is humble and kind and generous and very talented. So please help me welcome Belgian medium, Isabel Duchenne to Orb Magic. Hello, dear. How are you doing? Nice to be in the show. I hope you're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, as you know, I'm up here at Wanawak Spiritualist Camp in Wisconsin. So thank you for asking. How are things in Belgium other than too hot? On the moment, the weather is a bit cold, cooler than the day, and we school us out for summer, so we try to relax and unwind. And of course, it's Belgium. Belgium is completely different than the United States. There are no spirit camps here, so but don't worry about it. I'll you'll my- you'll find one, and you'll get here. I am sure of it. We're gonna try to get you to Wonewalk in Wisconsin, and. Uh, Maybe you'll get to visit some other places in the United States. Oh yes, I hope so. In time, in time yes. Yeah, I've, I've been I've been to Littledale in two thousand eight. It's great to see history, and I love the nineteenth century. And I feel the energy there. Where you are right now is quite. Oh well. Before we get going, can we um let everyone know who you are and what you do as a medium? I'm Isabel. I live in Antwerp in Belgium. I'm 50 years old and I've been medium for 36 years now. And um, everything started when my grandfather passed away when I was eight years old. And um, of course, you have to, Belgium is a very Catholic country with all respect for the religion. But we don't have any mediums here like spiritless churches or spiritless camp it doesn't exist um so my whole development came from the spirit world since a very young age i've done everything on my own that's and it's not an really easy task, but yeah, yeah. that's my, very impressive my, my my grandfather was very psychic he helped in the war time finding people back with his pendulum he loved he loved to help people and my uncle was a priest, and when he found out that I was doing this work, well, I had to preach from A to Z from this. But anyway, I, I kept everything on myself, and the spirit world said, move on. And I said to myself, I want to give my life to the spirit world, because I've dealt with everything on my own, and I want to be there for others, because I know how it is to to be alone in this because in, in, in the 70s there were no internet, there were no books, there was nothing, completely nothing. And yeah, it's all about experience and sitting and sitting and experience. And Well, yeah, let me, it, let me back it, up. Let me back up a little bit um, because you did have some books as a child. In fact, you discovered the unfinished symphonies uh, of Rosemary Brown and at a young age, you told me. And um, we can talk a little bit about who she was, but that was a big inspiration and changing um, moment yeah. of change for you, right? And when you were young? Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, there is no books in Dutch because I'm, my language, my native language is Dutch. But in, in English... Um, that was the, the only crime I did when I was 12. I nicked the book from the library and never brought it back. All right. So I forgot about the Dutch also, but um, <laughs> I was thinking Belgium and some other languages. But, you know, I did study in Holland briefly. So 
It's evening where you are, so huda avant. <laughs> it's afternoon, huda avant. Yeah, it's it's afternoon where I am, so huda middag where me, but huda avant for you. Um, yeah, I studied a little bit of Dutch, but at any rate, so going back to the rosemary. I mean, can you tell a little uh, us a little bit about who she was and why it was such a big deal for you when you found her book? Rosemary Brown um, is one of the England's most underestimated mediums. She was very early widow in the 60s. Um, her husband died with two little kids in the war when she was young. Spirit appeared to her and said, when, I, when you're young, when you're older, we come back to give you some work. And in the wartime, in the 50s, she realized that she was a medium and she survived through the war. And the Spirit kept his promise and she found out it was Franz Liszt, one of the amazing composers from Hungary. But she didn't know anything about music. And in over time, between 1964 and 1985, Spirit gave her 1,5 pieces of music. All the masters of the music world came to see her. Rachmaninoff, Beethoven, Bach, Mozart. They come and this, they, she did automatic writing. And she has been on the BBC. She's been in the in on American TV on the late night show. With Gary, um, uh, the famous television show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I know that I didn't know much about her, only a little bit, and then you sent me her biography, which I'm now reading. Yeah. I'm halfway through, so thank you. Called Unfinished Symphonies, but for yeah. those who don't know, yeah, for she wrote three books, and uh, um, she has been tested by science. Um, and you it, know she only played for those who don't know she only played a little bit of piano she didn't know much and she ended up channeling new symphonies in the exact style of each of the of major the com composers of you know Chopin like you said Beethoven Bach Liszt and uh, she would perform those and so yeah. that is mind-blowing in and of itself and the experts would verify that they were in the signature of the composer and they were new symphonies. Um, but that inspired you at a young age, right? Her story. I I felt I found that book in, in the old library and I was in shock because with the little English I knew I was 12 years old. And with a, with a dictionary next to my side, I, I read the book and I cried my eyes out wow. because I said, I am not crazy. This is also, uh, for me, she's my spirit from out. And um, it, I never had the chance to meet her because the means were not there. She, she lived in London, in Balham, south of London. And in 2019, I was able to go to p put some flowers on her tombstone. She passed away in 2001. Um, I had contact briefly with her son, Thomas Brown, um, which they are not in spiritualism, but they kept promise to his mother that her work is under a vault in the British Library and Spirit World is wanting to help in the future to get more publicity for them. And I helped wow. In 2000, she had a son and a daughter, um, and the, the British movement wants to help as well. She was not a member of the SNU, she was not, she was independent. She was a member of the Anglican Church of England. Ah, I, I like that, independent, my kind of medium. <laughs> no offense to yeah. anybody. <laughs> was a, I'm sitting here at the spiritualist camp in Wisconsin, and I'm very grateful, but I, I, I am also developing myself in many respects, so I understand, um, although yeah. you've had it much harder because it's not accepted in Belgium to this day. No, it, it, it's still, it's mediumship, in fact, is a way of life. It's not really, it, it's made a religion for legal reasons. Right. To survive because in the war, Winston Churchill had the sittings with Esther Roberts and 
history and, that, and they made it a religion in England and the United States uh, helps with the Fox sisters and you know the history right but in Belgium it doesn't exist nothing right I do, there is a psychic people who do tarot readings and stuff and I sit on psychic fairs but the reason why when I was 12 I found that book is that I was able to recognize myself in this um, way that I could understand that there were people like me that I was not aware weirdly. Yeah, right. Thinking that I had voices. And I, I remember there was a program on the Dutch television late at night at 7 uh, p.m. and uh, about her investigations. And my, I remember my father watching it. And I went up to bed and I, I knew I have to see it. So I went down. And sneaking into the living room and the chair, <laughs> watching the program. And my father found out that I was sneaking in. And I said, what's going on with you? And I, I cried my eye out. I said, I want, to, I want to meet this lady. Unfortunately, it never happened in physical form. But Rosemary knows that I have always been supportive of her work. And I, I feel that she's very proud yeah, in spirit. Yeah. Okay, so um, you're right. Mediumship is a way of life, especially for those who do it full time, who work on development. And the learning never ends, no matter how good you are, no matter how old or young, the learning never ends. So you are right. Mediumship is a way of life. But also, I've had the humble joy and honor of talking with Sir Winston Churchill a couple of times through Warren Kaler. And um, I know that uh, you mentioned Winston going to see Estelle Roberts when she was a medium, a direct voice medium for many, many decades in England. And there is historical fact with that for anyone who questions it. But that brings me to the whole thing that you also do, which is, and you share with Estelle Roberts and with Warren, You and he works with many mediums, but you're a direct voice medium and you share some work with Red Cloud. So do you want to talk about that? Yeah, Red, Red Cloud is a native Lakota chief. And he has been around with a lot of mediums. I would say, stress myself out that he is not only the guide of the lady who was once Esther Roberts. Right. He he comes to many people, and like Silverberg or all the great pioneers, or Arthur Cullen Doyle or Morris Barbernell, all the pioneers, they all want. There is no fame in spirit. Right. Guides. Right. Guides. Mediums don't our guides. That's the biggest misconception that people think it's my guide. Yes, on the moment he's inspiring people, but he goes to many people. Red right. Has been, I think, since my conception with me, um, I ha- didn't understand what's going on since 2003. I had visions of the. United States, South Dakota view, um, and Spirit gave me visions of USA, um, nature, and I said, am I in a Western movie? What's going on? So you started getting visions of South Dakota in 2003. Okay. Yeah. It kept on for three years, and I heard drumming, and I heard Lakota speaking, which I didn't understand. And he 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 came in a dream first, and he said, "I am Red Cloud, and I work with you in the background, and I want to help you and to work with you." And he appeared to me uh, in two thousand five, and I got a picture of that. He appeared in my lib- in my cabinet on the red light, and I and I got it on camera. So um, he he ported a, a Stan Roberts book in uh, first print he said it's on drift somewhere in a library in the north of england nobody wants the book although it's missing some pages and i still got the book and a very weird thing it is it's like you're holding the book and it feels like ice so you're telling me he apported 
a law a sort of lost or unused um Estelle Roberts book Red Cloud a portrait her his her her first print of wow. 40 years wow and, and did I that come into that. your cabinet where did that show up in the cabinet, in cabinet. yeah yes and it's it's it, when I'm holding the book it feels like the book has been in the fridge it's cold wow it's wow. still cold. It's still cold. And although, as and I said, where did the book come from? I said, oh, in Barnsley, north of England. It's some drift somewhere. Nobody wanted it. Although it's missing some pages. Yeah. It show that we can, we can transfiguration. We can do manifestations. We can do whatever we want. Right. Um, and I, I, I doubt it first because I said, oh, my God, this is just, just a big name. And of course, I, I, I knew about her. I never met her, but she's in England. She's like a, a, one of the saints of spiritualism, right? Like Gordon Hickinson, like all the pioneers. But Estelle herself told me that she is proud that her work is not forgotten. And although she passed away at the beginning of the seventies, she still works from the other side, like others. And I'm sure. Um, Red Cloud said that my, my, who I am is not important, is the works we do, it's not our name. And right. I, said, I said, who are you really? Right. He says, uh, he said, which soul do you want me to be? Because he said he, he was his last reincarnation, his soul, Red Cloud was the last incarnation. And he said uh, he had also been, uh, he also been Peter, one of Jesus' disciples in another life. So How about that? Some, some spirits have different lives in different times. Right. But it, it, it's the same soul. I know, and I have a feeling that in time, people have Egyptian guides, people have Chinese guides, and they are equally important. Or your a message from your grandfather or grandmother is equally important as a big soul, like let's say. So That's right. Listen to the... I, I, Experience of fame is not important. You listen what we have to say. Right. The message. It is uh, wonderful, humbling, inspiring, and beautiful when they work with us, however temporarily, when they come through and help others. But you're right. Hearing from my grandmother would be just as profound, if not more so, than hearing yeah, from Red Cloud. People, it, it, Red Cloud comes to... to, to to different mediums, he come to Gary Mannion, he come to Warren, he come to a lot of people. You know the, um, that the first time, you know the story, the first time I ever heard of him was uh, with Warren Kaler in the United States in 2021. And Warren was in trance doing a private reading. Um, and I was getting some food for all the people in the house that we, you know, we were just, everybody was there visiting for some of Warren's seances. And I went to the store to get some food and I got back and Warren came uh, from the trance, he was doing a private reading in a room, and he came into the kitchen and he said, he looked right at me and he said, don't you, he said, Red Cloud has a message for you. And I said, who? I had never heard of him before. He said, Red Cloud said, you should know better than to sing so loudly in the rain. I was not far away from the house and it was raining really bad and he was, and Warren was laughing and so it was a gentle, fun message but I was singing at the top of my lungs, and apparently it's that it was too loud. <laughs> it was interrupting the trance. So my first introduction yeah. to Red Cloud was his saying to me, "You should know better than, than to sing so loud in in the rain <laughs> during trance." But very lovely. He loves to help, and I'm sure he, he's very aware of what's going on in the United States by the way and um, by the way it's the 4th of July for all the people in America listening happy Independence Day yeah uh, thank you it, 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 it's very important he loves it's still the same gentleman he wants to help especially is he's very proud that his great-grandchild Henry Redcloud is also involved in the climate change and um, making electric pile uh, electric uh, sun for to, to, to help 
the community. He's very aware of what's going on on the reservations. And yeah. He, he doesn't want to talk about the past. He said, I've been, I've seen enough blood, I've seen enough war. That's old. He, you he know how beautiful. How I'm, beautiful. I am, I, I am a very big fan of history. I am a walking encyclopedia. And I asked him a few questions regarding the history. And he didn't say, he said, I've seen enough blood. Blood is universal. It doesn't matter which skin you have. Blood is always red. And he said, stop it. We need to move on. And, and focus so on stopped. the future. I love this yeah. message. He, he said, yeah. The present yeah. and the future. He, did not, he said, he, said he, he, he has forgiven the people who came to the United States and, and changed, wanted to change the country, all the Christopher Columbuses and all the, all the people. Who right. Wow. Yeah. And I said, some people cannot forgive. And I said, forgiveness is the most healing power that is. And it's not about them, it's about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So. Humbleness. It's beautiful. So he's, he's asked Red Cloud for all people say it's not a famous name. It doesn't matter. And, and he, when he was working with uh, Estelle, Estelle he said, I'll call me John. Sometimes <laughs> I love that. You know, there's a famous story also that Silver Birch was actually uh, a German man and he didn't want to tell Maurice Barbonell this because Maurice was Jewish and he didn't want him to be afraid. And so, you know, this story goes around uh, about even Silver yeah. Birch, right? Um, so it's very, I mean, I love that you said that. And yeah, as you know, because you've seen the pictures and verified, he does still love the camera, though, to this day. He was the most photographed Native American, and he still transfigures on my photos and other people's photos and other mediums. So can you talk a little bit about your experiences with the healing work? This is all about healing also, not just experimentation and meeting these beautiful other people it's all about healing can you explain the kind of mediumship you do and then what you have experienced and how like how many years you've been doing it or some of the stories there are seven questions <laughs> <laughs> take it yeah. we we have time take it one at a time whatever you want it's very known that every form of mediumship, or it's mental, trans, physical, is or is a form of healing. Yeah. It, uh, Red Cloud gave a big example. He said there is, in fact, only two forms of healing: divine healing and magnetic healing. Divine, divine and magnetic. Healing, yeah, divine healing is coming from the highest race of the divine, about the high, great, walking talk the great spirit, using the, the violet flame of transfiguration, and is the highest form of one of the seven rays, the violet ray is transfiguration, and is the highest energy you can get. And if people have divine healing, it's forever healing from one step to the next, what people will say, a miracle. If you people say, been healed by spirit and it's you're sick and all of a sudden there's no traces of illness anymore it's like bang that's and yeah, that's and natural people. law that is natural law we yeah. are capable of yeah. that ourselves yeah and and magnetic healing is a state of grace which is temporary because it said healing risk clouds said healing is also to do with who you are in the state of your being on your soul journey in this lifetime, also karmatic, all the contracts you have. Some people learn, have to learn lessons, not that the spirit will say, yeah, you deserve illness and you deserve help. No, it has to do with previous lives, it has to do with learning lessons behind it. Right, and, and the that, choices we made for the kind of challenges and learning we want yeah. to have this lifetime. You know, yeah. that's very yeah. hard for some people to understand when they're yeah. suffering. Um, yeah, yeah, but magnetic healing can be done. It's also to relieve the suffering, and it, it helps. And they said you can ask people refuse to ask spirit for help. And that's, the, and that's what spirit told me. Any form of mediumship, if you mental medium, 
and, and spirit stand next to you, come in your aura, and you see messages, mental medium trance, physical mediumship, with all the plasma stuff and everything, and healing mediumship, like Henrietta was doing all the big things. Every form of your mediumship is, in fact, a state of grace, of healing. Yeah. Because it brings comfort. Yes. It brings comfort to those who grieve. And it is, you know, spirit, spiritualism, spiritism, it is coming from above. And in fact, like what all the gifts from the heavens coming from the spirit world. And the, if you look in all the holy scriptures, the Bhagavad Gita, from the Hindus and the Quran and the Talmud and the Torah and the Bible, it's all about mediumship. Um, Jesus Christ was a medium and all the gifts, the whole Bible, if you look, it's full of physical mediumship, a voice, yes. a port. Uh, and people don't understand because the dogma and it says, uh, Spirit said, uh, we are here to sweep all the misconceptions under the carpet. We are here to heal and balance. Yeah, that's remember. why they call it these days, as you know, they call it thinning of the veil and the awakening and all of yeah. this. Uh, Cryon and Lee Carroll talk about since 2012, yeah. there's been a big shift. And yeah. we are getting, you know, you get artificial intelligence coupled with um, quantum entanglement and all the the proof of these things that now science, there's even scientists like Dr. Eckhart Cruz who are testing seance mediums and doing it successfully now, like Gary Mannion and Kai Muga and Warren Kaler. And so we, there is a lot of, um, it's changing and it's, it's, yeah. yeah and it's a, it's an ex exciting time to be alive. Yeah. Well, you said healing, healing is, is one of the parts that works through my mediumship i don't do hands-on healing like laying people on a bed and and doing reiki or whatever it can be done but it's not necessary if people sit in front of me the energy does it themselves yeah because it's the power especially when when they are ready for change the change will come in time we don't have to if the person's once is also what what the spirit world has in stock for you on that moment we have nothing to do with it. I'm just a channel. Right. And I said, if we, we, because we don't want to, to interfere. And some people uh, think that we are have a wand. We are Harry Potter. And we said, you're going to fix this. And some people use spirit as an aspirin. And it's not that. I mean, some healing is not only first, the soul needs to be healed. And then the physical form. When the soul, when the spirit, if the soul of the person is not completely healed, then the physical form will not follow, because first is the spirit and then the physical. Right. Physical is always late, but it is it, also every sitting is different because you are different, I'm different, spirit is different. I have not a clue what happens in if people sit with me, who's coming around, who wants to visit me. It's not only red clouds. I have so many spirits who come to see me. Like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Freddie Mercury is a, a, a very dear gentleman who came often and comes to a lot of meetings as well. Yeah. Like John, John Lennon as well. All the, also, people say, oh, Isabel, why all these famous people? Fame doesn't exist. Right. Right. But I have seen in seance, in physical phenomena manifestation seance, how they they love the excitement and joy that we experience when we know they walk into the room. So when Louis Armstrong walked into the seance and played his trumpet for everybody, they love that we're our vibrations go right up with all that joy of the music and the singing and it's so much joy so michael jackson has come to sing louis armstrong has come to play his instruments john lennon comes to sing so you're right it's not about the fame but they do love i've noticed the joy that everybody gets so excited when they have that kind of joy when that happens yeah but it's also the fact if Uncle Sam comes around, nobody listens. But if you say, <laughs> okay, I've got a fake and he's here, right. then the ears will open. The spirit knows how to tackle people. Um, and it, they bring a lot of people. And 
the spirit world learning from us as well. Yes. Often I see a sea of people, a sea of people looking at me, and I say, who are all these people? I've never seen them before. And people from all stages of life, kids, young men, old men, people with different hairdressers, different ropes, whatever. Right. People from the 15th century. And I said, because time doesn't exist. It's right. It's learning from you because in the spirit world, they need a medium too to contact us. Right. They are so always learning, they, right? They are always experimenting also safely. Yeah, yeah. but all the all the people who passed away have a free will. Right. A lot of people say, I want now, I want now, it's Elvis in the house. Yes, Elvis is in the house. If there is a need that Mr. Presley wants to talk to someone. And if he uses his free will. Right, right. Yeah, of course, there has to be an emotional link. Yeah, there are a lot of people who said, I, I, I demand certain person. It doesn't work like right. that. I've never asked. I've never asked Freddie Mercury to come. He came to me, and he he he, he also said I I want. He gave me the message, and I have to go to to Switzerland, and I did what he asked, and everything was he done to me has came through. Right. So and I, I, I liked his music, but like, why do you want to come to me? I'm not British. I don't have the means. I'm just. a normal lady and they say oh, i like your energy darling just move on he loves to be around and he goes to a lot of circles yeah yeah so in our last few minutes thank you for all of this it's been lovely talking with you we still have a few minutes left what what do you want people to know not just about mediums and how sacred and safe it is and healing we just talked about but also just the messages from spirit that you found that are consistent what do you want the people who listen to this podcast what do you want them to know about the work that we do and about the spirit world and what you've learned what i learned first is that people should understand that there is an other side of life. And it has nothing to do with hell of damnation or lower spirits or even demons, whatever, what I going to call it. And I respect the belief of other people. But you can, if you're sitting first, get to know who you are. First, work on your own traumas when you want to sit for spirit. Work on your own homework for yourself. Who are you as a person? Because you attract, attract, like attracts things. If you still have anger inside of you, then you attract spirits who are still not in healing with themselves. And it is like you discover the fruits and you discover the tree. And there is nothing to do with bad things. People need training. People need to know who I am and what I'm doing. First things first, there is only love. If you your intention is love, it's like the ripples of a stone in the river, then you attract alike. Yes, there are other energies as well. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but it depends. Because that's the problem. Hollywood and movies and media already penetrated our view on mediums that we are fraudulent and we are bad and we are we 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 are play around bad. with the spirit world and negative lower vibrations yeah and which is all false all of it that's yeah. all false yes there are, i can't say there are bad there are bad virtues as well there are bad bakeries as well yeah in every profession there are bad people right yes I right can't say it's not true but you know you need to understand what is the situation? Who are you? Where are you living? In which country do you live? What are your circumstances you living? Who is your energies with? And what do you want to do with it? People have, they, they read a book or they go to a weekend course and they say they are a medium. Mediumship is life, right? Lifelong. Lifelong. And we have to train. And 
should keep going. It's not okay. I've 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 been to a camp here, a camp there. I I have to online courses, and people say I'm now. No, it's not about how much you did. It's all about service. Right. It's about love. The spirit world just don't judge. We judge ourselves. Right. That's right. And I love what you said. It's all about love. Yes. It's all about gratitude and service and knowing yourself and knowing who you're working with and your spirit team we were just talking about this earlier today your spirit team knows you better than you know yourself also so it's about learning who your spirit team is and and your your higher self being your main spirit guide and then going from there so you're absolutely right and we have free will so nobody else can do this for us nobody can force us to do anything or be anything, no other people can influence us. That's not the way it works. No matter how much they say or do to you, you have to do your own work with your own soul and use your free will and do it from a place of love. I would say to people, meditate first. Yeah. Just meditate daily, day, daily basic, every day, half an hour on the same spot, on the same time. Because people meditate in the kitchen, then the next day in the living room, the next day upstairs. Have a little corner where it is your spiritual corner. And because these worlds are true, spirit is true, you are true, you are spirit yourself, having a human experience. You are the same wavelength. It's all about your USB stick into the universe and you have to ask. You say, I want to be reconnected with home. I call it... It's like E.T. phone home. Right. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah same thing. We are lost on this planet. We, we get kicked in here to learn our lessons, and we feel who wants to want to come home. Right. So the, spirit world, the spirit world is love. And you, if you want to do your job properly, take it easy. It's not the 9 to 5 thing. And you're right. It's not 9 to 5 Take it easy, and other people should leave you alone also. If people are always bothering you, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> you well, know, no, it, it's about discipline. Yes. You know, it's, it's, the thing is, there is so much to say. I say, you are not a postman for spirit. You have right. to first know who are, who are you first and who is working with you. You're not a tramp for spirit. You have to know your guy. <laughs> because the thing is, sometimes people... Like a moth to a flame in the evening, in the evening, when you're sitting outside, the flies and the moths come to the flame. The spirit says, "Oh, there's a medium. Everybody can see you. Come on, let let's do it," because they want the message heard as well. Right. So think, okay, God, I want to be an instrument for you, but I'm available every Monday evening, six o'clock in the evening, for one hour. I write down what I get through and I do something with it. And then you start to have a relationship. You start a relationship with your guide, and they have to prove themselves. Don't say, oh, I got this and this and this. They have to prove it. I got the proof from Brett Cloud. He appeared to me as a physical proof. Right, and I have also with him. That's right. Yeah, so you have to figure it out. It's like, okay, and if I have somebody else tomorrow, then I ask, okay, nice to meet you. But I want proof that otherwise I'm not I'm not a, a kind of um, fooling myself. Yeah, you have to know who you're working with. Yes. Yeah. And eye, and your guides it's... will change over time. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. your guides will change. It's not like like you said. It's not like you're special or something. And I like to stress out as well. There is no competition. A lot of mediums. Right. They say, I'm a physical medium. No, I'm a medium. I'm a physical medium. I'm a healer medium. I'm a trans medium. It doesn't matter. Right. It is all, it's just like, stop, stop the fights in spiritual movements. And that's right. And thank you for saying that. And stop critiquing other mediums and their methods. Do your homework. Stop calling people frauds if you've never been to a dark ectoplasm medium seance, for example. If you've never been to a dark seance, stop saying they're a fraud unless you actually go 
and experience it for yourself. Yes, we can develop in red light, but some ectoplasm mediums for their safety need to be in the dark. So learn about that before you say it's all fraudulent. For all people who doesn't understand, and I understand that people are criticizing this. I understand it's hard to believe, but in the womb of your mother, you created in the dark is also no light. That's what Kai Muga also talks about. That's right. That's right. And it, it is it's like everything is not because it's not about darkness. It's that what people can do in the dark that's dangerous. Darkness is not dangerous. Right. It's what people do in darkness. But the right, the same thing, I do spirit photography. Why? A photographer have to sit in the dark room in the, in the red light room to develop the photos, right? Yeah, right. It's the same. It's the same principle. Energy breaks up and need red light or need a certain conditions. What's been proven for hundred fifty thousand years, right? Cannot be changed. And there are now mediums who are sitting in a little light. That's right. More like. In daylight as well. That's right. It is not because it, there are many roads to Rome. That's so right. That's right. That's why I love, thank you for saying that. I love that. And from your many years of experience, you've had decades of training and experience now um, because there's so much criticism and it's like every medium is different. And you'll know if they are just training or doing the right things and it's not your business anyway but you'll know by how many people they're helping and by how much training they're doing and by the humility and just just accept that every medium has their own methods i love that you said that thank you humor is very important yes if people say, <laughs> if people say hey, i'm a medium i know i'm extra large so, <laughs> Humor, you know, it, it, yeah. Humor. One of the things that I, that I learned from Red Cloud is humor. I, yes. I, I remember, I, I want to share this story, you're going to laugh with this. It, it's, <laughs> real, it, it's, it's very real. When I moved years ago to another apartment, I was so fed up because I didn't have a dark room. The only room I had was a bathroom. So I was desperately to sit. So I put my chair into the bathtub. <laughs> And um, sitting there, and for 20 minutes, it was flat as a pancake, nothing. And I was getting very frustrated. I said, oh, God, this is not working. All of a sudden, red cloud, I heard a voice saying, there will be shampoo. (laughs) There will be shampoo. (laughs) There will be shampoo. And he said, my dear, make a dark room where you belong. Aww. That's hilarious. He was, <laughs> he was so laughing, and he he, he loves he loves to joke. And sometimes, sometimes he comes to say just like, Ooh. "I know, yeah. I know." I have never heard him laugh so hard in my experiences. And thank you for that. That was hilarious. I I heard him laugh harder than I've ever heard him laugh before. When the first time I sat in my teepee cabinet. For an hour or two. It was like two hours. But it felt like an hour. And I was sitting in the dark. But I was staying awake and safe. You know. I was just staying aware. And just learning. And sitting in the cabinet. And it was the TP cabinet. That he helped me hand make. And uh, all of a sudden. There was a thunder and lightning storm. And about 20 uh, small animals fell from the trees above, including some non-poisonous snakes and stuff. But they hit the roof of my cabin. And then when I left the, the cabinet and went into my kitchen and turned on the light, there was a beautiful green and black non-poisonous snake, just a small one, wrapped around a Buddha statue in my kitchen. And I got so scared and he was laughing so hard. He was like belly laughing so hard because I was like, ah, I don't want animals coming through the cabinet. Not yet. Not yet. Especially that kind of, even though 
Julie Adriani, who I know you know because you're going to do an interview with her soon. I'm so excited and happy for you guys. She said, I talked to her right away after that, and she said, well, that's a good sign. Snakes are a sign of trance and wisdom. They're a sign of trance. So he laughed so hard because I was afraid of the, the one snake that got into my cabin. I, I, I told him, I love animals. I have a great heart for animals. Me too. But but reptiles is not my thing. Yes, no reptiles, please. <laughs> I said, okay, it's just like, all right. I don't um, think he did anything with that. I think it happened because of the big thunder and lightning storm at the time, and they fell yeah, from the trees. But we cannot both. We cannot. We we cannot blame spirits. No, exactly. No, but he but was laughing there, at me, belly laughing. I could hear. Yeah, I could well, hear him. <laughs> there is. It, they know how to tease, and there is a big thing. And I know, and that's what Asperger's always tell me, in the near future, mediumship will be recognized all over the world. That's right. It's going to right. be more because we're coming into a new area. That's right. A new earth, and we need to help each other. That's why I like to move on and leave my little country because the, the, the vibration here is not the same as well in other countries not because i don't like my own country you I you i get it you will you will i feel a lot of beautiful things for you in the future and and you will and you've done yeah. such good work it is not about me it's about doing my work what spirit asked for me right you without know? without having to worry about getting into legal trouble that's right yes yeah, the thing is like okay guys you know, I didn't want to be a medium because spirit <laughs> said to me, and I, I studied, I studied movies. I had done animation movie. I wanted to work in the Walt Disney Studios. I did movies. I did, I did uh, art and music. So I said to myself, "Oh gosh, what's going on?" And in the beginning, I think I was sixteen years old. Walt Disney came, and he just said. Don't you remember? It's only a small world after all. Aww. Aww. You mean came in spirit? Yeah. He said it's all about the, the, the animal kingdom, the mineral kingdom, the stones. And, you know, if you... I I, um, I know Walt was a visionary. He knew. He, he loved was. Steam train. He loved steam trains. He loved to make people happy. And yeah. it's a real miracle what he did making these parks available for everybody and he was really a really visionary gentleman and he knew spirit because one of the most most first attractions in all these parks is a haunted mansion yeah he, he knew. knew he knew what a good i never thought about that well i mean that's yeah he did know many people Link, abraham lincoln attended séances and got advice from oh, mediums even even 2000 years ago right humans were when humans were the first humans who lived on this earth had connections with the stars thousands it's and thousands been, always been there yeah yeah it's been, it's been different styles in different ways but people are afraid of losing control we want to control everything and that's the thing and control others and their their personal lives you can't you cannot it's like do your own thing <laughs> mediumship it is a way of life that's and right if you don't are you not into it fine fair enough but if you go in different religions it's all about L-O-V-E, love. love. It's about love. Thank you. Yes, would, Isabel. That's that's a beautiful way to start to um, wrap up this interview. It is all about love. Um, and apparently, it's also all about uh, there will be shampoo. <laughs> well, shampoo, shampoo cleans us. I love it. No, it's a good story. That's such a good story. I love it. <laughs> Shampoo cleans her. Maybe <laughs> I, have a, I, I will ask. I will ask my dear friend. Maybe it's a coach as the S for something spirit. 
<laughs> okay, we're gonna come up with it. What it means? There it's will so be I shampoo. Love, I, I think it's. A, I think that's the secret code. It's a, It's the secret code. You have cracked the secret code, Isabel. Hey, I want to thank you so much, not only for your service, for your bravery and courage in doing this work, especially from where you live, for being a part of the tradition and for teaching others and helping others and all the people you have helped. And I want you to know that you are very supported by fellow mediums who care for you and fellow mediums who do this work. And thank you so much for your, your dedication and for talking with us today. Thank you so much. It's great. If people, if people want help, I have got a website and I do sit uh, for, for, I want to help. That's my mission. To help hey, we also too. have to eat and we're allowed, we're allowed to get paid for this work as well. It's not about the money, but we're allowed. So tell people where your website, where they can find you. Yeah, it's isabelduchan.com. And also I'm on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and on on um, I will be more visible soon, and I'm working on a book. Yay! That's so exciting. Uh, I yeah. look forward to that. And we're gonna get you here to Wony Walk Spiritualist Camp, maybe to work here, or at least come visit us and and do well, some readings, I, or I or have, sit have, <laughs> in I cabinet. Have, uh, we we want to help. And it's not about me, it's about service. And in time, um, visiting a lot of places, I've, I've traveled the world so far, but it is, you know, the Corona situation changed everything the last few years. Right, but you know what? It's we're get, it's We're back to getting back to normal slowly a little bit. I know it's going to be a hard decade, this coming decade. I get that, and I've heard from Spirit, but we'll get through it, and we hope to see you in the United States soon, Isabel. Well, I've been living there in the in a few past lives. And ah, <laughs> so you know, home home is home is where the the, the sun is more bright. Aww. In the, in the in the on the prairies. I love that yeah. home is where the sun is bright. I love that. Um, thank yeah, you, I mean, thank you for I, this today. Or, Thank you for this invitation to be on your uh, It's podcast. just a podcast. <laughs> Thank you. It's so important that people chat like we are normal. I'm a normal person. You're a normal person. People, people, don't be on a pedestal. I'm just Isabel. I, I, I go out. I, I, I go places. And I'm a normal person. I, I watch TV. People say, <laughs> oh, you're Hey, we are. I'm just myself. I love that. I, I love that. That's so you. true. That's right. And it's it's a perfect way to end this interview. Thank you so much again. Or with beautiful spirit helpers and guides. Uh, you can look her up. She's available for readings. Please do. She's also a wonderful human being and a friend. Thanks, Isabel. Okay, you're wonderful. Thank you.